This is Scott Fishman with Anthroposophy Today. Today, Sarita and I discuss the sixth grade. The students start the year at age 11, and they display a certain awkwardness as their limbs start to really grow now. Sarita describes how you can see in the children's eyes a sense of the death of childhood, and at the same time, the spark of their individuality coming out. The capacity for abstract thinking develops more now, and the students are able to see and grasp causality in the world. They are more social, and at times more critical, as they look out into and are interested in the outer world more and more. They are encouraged to take responsibility for the community, and they begin to form healthy social relationships and develop their discernment. The form drawing, which has been done throughout the grades, leads naturally into the study of geometry. Prior to sixth grade, drawing was done using color. Now, black and white using charcoal or pencil is introduced, along with shading and perspective. Mineralogy is studied and gardening becomes more serious, building on previous years. The students study the history of Rome and the Middle Ages and the accompanying achievements in technology, building and navigation. The mood of Rome is Mars, and the accompanying struggles between siblings such as Romulus and Remus remind us of the archetypal Cain and Abel once again. Lastly, math gets practical, and as Sarita says, serves as a training a sense of the truth. We'll start small businesses and learn how to sell things and make a profit by providing something of value to the community. There's a lot going on in the sixth grade, so come and join us. If you have any questions or comments on the episode, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at anthroposophytodaypodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like more information, you can check out our blog post for this or any of our other episodes at www.anthroposophytoday.com. So sixth grade, here we can observe in the children um, the, the growth. We have talked about how things change in each um, stage or grade mm-hmm. uh, of the children. We, we have talked about how that um, shows in the children. Now we can actually start looking, observing it in the actual skeleton, like the, the, they you start seeing children that start getting really long and not so much in when they hit adolescence, for example, but in the sense that their limbs grow and mm-hmm. they're a little bit disproportionate sometimes. Mm-hmm. Even if uh, a, a child tends to be a little bit chubby, they, they will still have this uh, characteristic of longer limbs. And also there is... Um, um, type of awkwardness in mm-hmm. their movement, even if a child is very coordinated, um, things are change here, you know. And like I said, there are children, and this is generalizations. This is not everybody because, mm-hmm. and the children. I guess I should start saying the children are here age eleven to twelve, mm-hmm. meaning they enter at eleven years old. And again, like I said, um, they could be, they could have turned 
at 12 at the mm -hmm. in the in the yeah. summer or the beginning of the fall but this is pretty much 11 mm -hmm. and then during the year of the school they turn 12 so and so um, you're you're saying that there's a uh, there's a um, you can see something in their skeletal structure that's that's unique at this time yeah like, so of course we cannot see them we cannot see their skeleton but we can see but we can see that um proportionally something is happening mm. so that's what i said their 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 legs mm. and their uh arms grow yeah, okay. almost a little bit almost disproportionately with yeah. the rest of the body so it brings this sense of awkwardness yeah, in okay. them okay okay also of course there is awkwardness just because of their more awareness of their self mm -hmm. you know more um self-awareness mm -hmm. you can say um, so that also becomes a little awkward, mm -hmm. you know. But in but 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 it, you can observe it in the physicality. Like I mm -hmm. said, some kids, the, it becomes a little sort of clumsiness mm -hmm. in a way, and it doesn't mean that they are all going to be clumsy. Yeah, yeah. No, but and they are always kids who are very athletic, yeah. very coordinated, no mm -hmm. matter what. Um, but it's still, you sort they mm -hmm. they look sort of not very comfortable. I mm -hmm. guess is what I'm trying mm -hmm. to say. They don't feel very comfortable with their bodies in a way a little which, bit which in the fifth grade we, we would say was different because they were comfortable in their bodies and they were it was a grace yeah that we they, saw. they were sort of proportional yeah. let's say they look a little more proportional now yeah. because the growth start happening mm -hmm. and it, it happens in their skeleton like i said mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that and, and usually girls grow first than mm -hmm. you know boys uh, meaning they they some of the girls may in sixth grade seventh grade start already looking like women yeah. little women yeah. you know uh, but it depends on the children. Some mm -hmm. children don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, but we know that in general, um, girls grow a little bit, mature a little sure. bit sooner than boys. But in general, boys and girls, whether the boys are not tall, this mm -hmm. is not the time where they shoot up. Right. But they start, their, their limbs are the ones who are a little bit, they start growing. So it looks a little awkward. I mean, if you yeah. have yep. no, somebody I, I, I who has yep. long legs and long arms, yeah. doesn't matter their height, they look strange, yeah. even if they don't look yeah. strange. So they feel mm -hmm. sort of everything sure. is weird. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So, um, and, and the, you can also see mm. like they slump because mm -hmm. they start feeling the gravity, yeah. meaning mm, we're here, yeah. Yeah. you know? And like I said, this is not really conscious. Sure. Uh, sometimes it can appear unconscious, but in general it's not. It just appears. So that's what I said. We, we, we talk in Waldorf pedagogy, the gravity, you can see it in their skeleton. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that, that's when you see them a little slumping, walking mm -hmm. like this. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, again, not everybody, <laughs> but right. we're talking no, about I, in general I, I, I terms, yeah, you yeah. know, the general picture yeah. of this age. Um, also, this is as people may have worked with children this age or have pa been parents of children this age mm -hmm. or are parents right now. Uh, they can observe uh, um, a type of stage of challenge, a little bit challenging. They become a little more challenging. Mm. Um, uh, they are very critical. Mm. They become to be very critical. So that comes the challenge because if a child has not been critical before, I mean, they could be a little bit difficult yeah. and say, I don't want this, I don't whatever. But, but this time they're a little more conscious. Mm -hmm. So they start... Some people call it rebelling, yeah, you know, right, but right. They, it's just a little more challenging. And it is no, um, I want to be careful that 
Um, sometimes people immediately call them teenagers. Yeah, they are right. not teenagers. And, um, and we want to not push them to identify with a teenager when they're really not there yet. They are starting to feel the entrance or the, let's say, um, entering or awakening of puberty. But they're not there yet. Okay? Right, right. Um, so because, you know, nowadays there's a tendency to, seems like there is a tendency to make the child grow faster in yeah. all sense of the world, not just um, uh, academically, but also socially mm -hmm. and yeah. to superficially sure. also. So we don't want to talk about that right now because that takes us away, but right. just to have the consciousness right. that um, uh, it is very important that in, in Waldorf pedagogy and, you know, following Stein, Steiner, Dr. Steiner's indications, um, the reason that we follow and we try to not make the child grow too fast, we're not trying to mm. detain them from growing um, because that, that will be unhealthy too, but we're trying to read and see and observe um, a physical developments and also psychic developments that are happening in their you know, physicality and also in their soul so that we are able to meet them where they're at yep. so that that could help as homeopathy in a yeah, way. Okay. So um, sometimes also because um, uh, you can also see a little bit in this age, in their eyes, that they feel this type of death of childhood. Mm -hmm. um, you can try to recall when you were that age mm -hmm. um, where you can see it in, we have experience in our own children, but um, I remember it when I was that age the feeling of um, wanting to have the joy that you had in certain games and certain activities and same, same, certain plays and, you know, playing with your friends, that is not the same anymore. Mm -hmm. and, and you feel a sort of, sort of grieving inside you because mm -hmm. you want to play with dolls, for example, but you don't have this, you don't feel the same. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, it's, it's not the same as playing, let's say, sports, Sports, like games that you can do with friends. You know, I don't know if you play when you were younger, but I used to play hide and seek, different kinds of games that we play with different ages kids in the streets yeah. uh, in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, those were fun no matter what age you were. I'm not right, talking about right. that kind of games. Games that were things that you that, that play, kids play in the, you know, alone mm. or in groups with friends, whether it was toys or certain, certain activities. Yeah don't bring the same joy anymore. And it's puzzling. It's puzzling for, mm -hmm. for the child in a, like I said, in unconscious way. It's not like they are pondering, they're sitting and thinking, sure. why is it that I cannot do this or mm -hmm. I cannot enjoy it? No, but it feels sort of troubling, mm. a little troubling that they don't... That they don't really want to play like that anymore no, they, they, they want them, the joy but they don't want to play that game no no it's it's actually more uh, it's like a metamorphosis that is, is happening you know so i mean everything through world of education is about metamorphosis mm -hmm. that's what we've been talking about i haven't used this word before mm -hmm. but it's about transforming everything mm -hmm. is transforming it's transmuting through all the stages that we're talking about so that's why we don't see the child as a fixed thing, as a, the human being is not a fixed, um, immaterial, inorganic um, 
matter is is a human being is a growing a living organism that it changes with every moment it's not you can change in a second mm-hmm. something that happens you're sure. a totally different being so yeah. because we're aware of that we use uh strongly the powers of observation to be able to see what it is that we need to change in the class in the activities we're doing in ourselves to try mm-hmm. to meet mm-hmm. this child within a class mm. and the entire class or, or, or your a group of children that you teach at home, whether they are your children or maybe you have a little group that you work with mm. uh, that are together with your children. This is is a subtle thing, but it's like the child feels, doesn't feel the same joy that it used to feel, let's say, playing with dolls. Yeah. Yeah. You still can play mm. because you can engage in that, but something is different yeah. and you don't know why it is. And then little by little, it's almost like you stop. Yeah. And sometimes their parents, oh, you want to play? And they're like, no, I don't feel like it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that they don't still play when they are 11 and 12. Yeah. They will, yeah. but the inside, something is changing. Mm. You know, and yeah. you, if you really observe, you can see that the, the, the way they play the way, if they're still doing these these games, and I'm just I just put the example of dolls, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not mean just dolls like girls no, because boys play sure. also with trucks and different sure. things, and also dolls. You yeah. know, in Walter right. we play um, indiscriminately about with all right. the toys, right. um, but you can observe this change. So um, it's not like childhood has died that's not what i mean but there is something yeah, about I, I i get it i remember the transition yeah when... i mean you can see peter pan peter pan is mm. a perfect example what wendy felt this is a mm. perfect story right. of the child trying to be still but mm. and she not didn't she wanted to grab to this beautiful thing that she had mm-hmm. but she knew she was growing up yeah and that's what the story is about in a way and you can see her how she and she was like the mother in the sense like she would play this and that, but there was something about mm. her. And, then, and there are many, many stories like um, has this theme of growing up. Mm. Uh, up. Um, oh my goodness. It just... Christopher Robin. Christopher yeah, Robin too. I remember too. when he just stopped coming to the wood to play. Yeah, yeah. And he was a little, um, he was younger though. He was mm. younger. That was a different right, growing up. Right, right. But I'm talking about... Um, Oh my goodness! I just the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. Yeah, I was say oh the my Narnia. goodness! Yeah, yeah Narnia. Yeah, yeah, right. So um, those right. are very. I mean, you can sure. see. You know, it goes. I mean, they're beautiful stories. They're very healing, mm-hmm. and uh, they have this sure. uh, progression that you can see the children how they cannot. And of course, they were a little older because yeah. they were. They had uh, incredible imaginations, mm-hmm. but you could see how this uh, becomes almost like crossing a threshold. Mm-hmm. And they, but, but Peter Pan is a perfect example because you can really see it then mm-hmm. with Wendy, what happened, what, which, what, I'm, what I'm talking right. about. Um, so anyway, so that's just a little bit I wanted to in, in start with the mm-hmm. development so mm-hmm. we can put a little mood or tone mm-hmm. into what's going yeah, on. Right, right. Another thing that is happening here is the, um, with this, the death of childhood we mm-hmm. can also see a theme of the spark of the individual individuality you start seeing the child is a little more um focused on 
I don't, don't want to say focus on themselves, mm -hmm. but it's just, just this little birth or spark of the individual yeah. coming out. I mean, that's self-explanatory, but can you give me an image of that? The, how that would look in a particular child where they're, they're experiencing the death of childhood, but at the same time, um, something individuals being born. In well, the that actually... Um, it's much more clear when they turn 14. Yeah. Okay. You know, that becomes m much clear. But here, that's what I said. It's a little bit of yeah, a okay. spark. A so it's not there yeah. yet. It's yeah, a little foreshadowing okay. Okay. of you are starting yep. to leave that magical world. Yeah. If I imagine the 14 year old, it's easy to see what you're saying. Yeah. So it's therefore, like so clear. at this age, I can imagine there's just the beginnings yeah. of that. So yeah. it's Everything not as stuck, like yeah. a. Uh, a really loud and yeah. clear change, it's as like, you can see in the 14-year-old. Exactly. Right. It's, it's always, as you know, it starts a little bit flattering right. until right. it actually is full fun. Right. Something. So right. this is a little bit, you can see more of that. Mm. Um, so that's why, as I have shared with um, you on the podcast, um, all the things we do, the materials we expose the children um, through each gray are to meet that, a developmental stage they are in. So that's what I started a little bit to share what what's what is it like at this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then so because another thing that happens at this time is that they are um their thinking abilities, not that they haven't been able to think before. Of sure. course, that's yeah. not the point. The point is that they're able to uh grasp um a little bit more abstract thinking than before. They are able, and I give you an example, they are able to understand fully causality, cause and effect. Causality. Causality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cause and effect. Mm. Um, before that, yeah, you can sort of do it, but it's not felt deep, mm. almost like visceral in, the, in themselves because that they, they're not at that stage yet. So you can do it. But it's almost like wasting such a precious thing when the time is not right. I mean, you know, when something is brought to some to somebody too early, yeah. it's missed. Right. You miss the opportunity yeah. to... Or <laughs> worse, turned into, I don't know, something not good. Yeah. Well, but for example, you know. we can even put an example of a, a jet, a sail boat. Mm -hmm. You're not trying to catch the wind and mm -hmm. you're trying to do, and if you move right. the sails too fast, sure. you lose your opportunity to right. catch the, the right wind to take right. you to the far horizon. You right. know? So it's, it's like, like that. It's like an image like that. Mm -hmm. So in, in, Walter, in Walter Pedagogic, we try um, following Dr. Stanley's indications based on anthroposophy mm -hmm. that um, we need to be very aware of what's happening then uh, so, you know, at, at each stage, so we're able to meet them. And of course, we have guidance, um, guidelines and indications that help us to meet these stages as the ones that I'm going to share. And main, that we have wonderful teachers that work with Dr. Steiner. And then after that, that have uh, developed all his indications and they have so much um, richness of mm -hmm. materials that are available as ideas. The teacher, the, the beauty is that there is never something that you must do this or mm. this is something that, but uh, when you understand what's happening developmentally mm -hmm. and you find um, the things that are recommended, then you understand it. And of course, 
for example, we're going to talk at some point about Rome because this is mm-hmm. some of the things that we did we do at this time. You don't doesn't tell you you have to teach this uh, story. Right. You can choose any story you want as long as it is in this period because this is what meets them. Yeah, right. And you will see it when you do mm-hmm. it, how perfectly mm-hmm. it meets them. Mm-hmm. So um, again, like I have said before, all the topics and things explored um, that we present explore the elemental stage that the kids are in, mm-hmm. just to summarize. Yep, yep. Um, so at this stage also, they are much more interested. They start growing more interested into the outer world, like outside world. You know, they're not so, they're still interested in what's happening here, but they're very much looking out into who was out there. Um, and then, like I said, there are two things that are very uh, uh, apparent at this stage, which is they're more critical mm-hmm. and they're more social. Yeah. So these are things that, we that are important, and of course, the ability to um, understand deeply cause and effect deeply mm-hmm. for a twelve-year-old, eleven yeah. and twelve-year-old. I mean, yeah. I'm not yeah. talking yeah. about a teenager who, in high school, you will always use these things, mm-hmm. uh, and they can really deeply get it yeah. in physics and you know, in all the uh, sciences. But they uh, at this age, they are starting to the to awaken to this yeah. this this thing. So we we use it. Um, and you know the way we do it is um, um, we do it with observations to the natural world from a scientific standpoint, you know, to to meet the critical, you know, because to do a scientific as you have done experiments, you have to be a little have a discernment mm-hmm. a little bit to understand, sure. and so we observe the natural world and we use it in scientific um, mm. uh, ways, and we also help the children to take responsibility. Mm for their own community, meaning their class and their teacher, and if they are homeschooling, their homeschool group, whether they are siblings or just uh, one child and their parent, whoever is teaching. So we help them to, um, like I said, take responsibility yeah. for the fabric of that community, yeah. you know, so they get more involved. They Sometimes they start having a... Uh, what is the word? Feud, um, you know, disputes and uh-huh. arguments, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. they start a little early, but it, it could become mm-hmm. very difficult. Yeah. So you can mm-hmm. turn this because yeah. they are very social. So you can turn it into, into yeah. this very um, healthy, yep. healthy social mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. Um, so the goal here is to help them form a new social relationship with. Um, among themselves, whoever the group is, if you have a class, like I said, or a homeschooling group, and the teacher or the parent, who is the teacher, but in this case, if, you know, if you're homeschooling, you are the teacher, but you're also a parent. We, with this um, new thinking capacity, like I was sharing the casualty, how do you pronounce it? Causality. Causality. Uh, or cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Um, we help them to see this in the world. So mm-hmm. all the things that we bring, we don't go and say, okay, so this is cause and effect. We don't need to do that. Yeah. If you present mm-hmm. something, whether it's a story or an experiment, there is like, this is what we do. This is what happened right there. Mm-hmm. And, then we, mm-hmm. we, and then with all of that, back and forth with everything, they inside you start, mm-hmm. um, you know, it builds a... Um, a 
um, inner quality, mm. an inner quality which is the ability to discern. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, you are actually building sure. these, and you know, yeah. uh, um, developing, no building, developing mm -hmm. these without even talking about it. Yeah. Because you are seeing it through experiments and through things, and then things are happening in the world because we, uh, again, study history mm -hmm. uh, and many other things, but in everything. So, for example, um, we have not started uh, talk much about form drawing, which is um, very particular of Walder schools. Mm -hmm. It was created by Dr. Steiner. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is, you know, a long conversation, a topic uh -huh. of its own, but I wanted to bring out because in fore drawing, uh, the children are learning different forms um, since they're in first grade. Yep. And this has um, many purposes, but one of the purposes is, for example, in sixth grade, we do formal geometry in a way, meaning mm -hmm. we have a block for geometry. And it has been built from the beginning, from first grade, when they have been working on form drawings, mm. um, making freehand drawings uh, with repetitive patterns, first and second grade. And then, of course, as always in form drawing, we don't go and just say, okay, here, draw it. No, right, we right. do it, we move it, we mm -hmm. do it with the feet, we do it with the hands, we do it imaginarily before we actually put it yeah, on paper right. yeah. because those were indications of Steiner. Mm. And... Uh, so third, and, and you can even see how when, when you can actually make an experiment, do it with the children without any of that and do it, just move, right, write it. Right. You do it on the blackboard, they do it on the paper mm -hmm. or do everything else and then do it. I mean, how different yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure. you can see it. And yep. besides, it helps a lot. Also children, um, I work with uh, healing education and healing arts. So I also use it for many of... Um, activities for um, curative, mm -hmm. uh, healing, mm -hmm. you know, healing education. Mm -hmm. um, so in third grade, um, they do symmetries, you know, meaning mirror even images. You have a midpoint and then you do a an image on one side and then it gets mirror on the other side right. and there could be anything, uh, forms that look like a mm -hmm. tree, whatever. So they yeah. start experimenting yeah. with that. You can do uh, things that look like a flower, and then on the other side, it will be the same thing, but on the other side. Mm -hmm. So it's a mirror yeah, image. Right, right. Just sort of learning about that. Uh, that's what we call symmetry. Mm -hmm. And then fourth grade, uh, they work with braided forms that are more complicated. And um, Celtic designs have, is an example mm -hmm. of amazing work mm -hmm. that you can sure. do that they go in and out super difficult. And they can do it, and they're just um, incredible. They love it. Mm. And then in fifth grade, they we do um, work with different kinds of circles and the signs about all hand freehand drawings, yeah, freehand, right. nothing with apparatuses. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. So right. freehand. And this, uh, the reason why I bring in this out, out now is because now you can see how this helps when the geometry comes in. Yeah, right, right. And and some teachers start the year with geometry. You don't have to do it that way, but some people decide because it's very um, clear and uh, the proportions and it, it feels like the good thing to start a year but again we don't have to do that So geometry, 
this is the first time that we actually are going to give the children tools. Mm. You know, we have done geometry all along before, but all freehand, freehand, meaning mm. freehand designs. We have not done mm. right, right, specifically, right, and it has right. been in the form of form drawing. Yeah, so, right. So now is we have a, a blog called Geometry, you know, and now we're going to use tools like compass, um, protractor, triangle, and straight edge. Mm. The rule, uh, the ruler was already introduced, as you remember, in third grade when we did mm. a block of measurement. So right. they already were introduced with a ruler. But these other um, apparatuses we or tools we have not used before. So some some teachers just get the stuff and give it to the children. And some teachers um, prefer to do it as I have shared before, um, which is that everything has an experience. So before you introduce something new, or, and even with everything, you try to have something hands-on hands on or kinesthetic or something mm -hmm. so that yep. it becomes alive in the, yeah, chi right. in the child. Right. But some children, some teachers, depend whether it is because of... Uh, time or something they just decide you know right they're gonna right go into yeah. it so that's fine that's a decision of the teacher but i find that um it's beautiful if you're able to do this because for example you can do different exercises um with a class inside the class or outside the class um before you even give them the tools i'm not talking about after you have given the tools yeah. almost yeah. before you give them the tools, you prepare mm -hmm. them for mm -hmm. something so let's just say the compass. Yeah. You can design an activity where the children are in a circle and you have a, a, a string yeah, or, right. or some sort right. of cable sure. or whatever, and you can put it in a pond and you can go around mm -hmm. and you can form different forms. And they can have fun. and They don't know what they, what exactly is that we're doing. Yeah. Then we can go in the classroom and you can do it in the classroom with one person and the other person. Mm -hmm. You can yeah, create sure. many yeah. different ideas um, uh, with these. And... And then you give them the compass. Yeah, sure. And then, um, so you see how yep. you're just talking about it, yep. it makes you feel you like, feel oh, yeah, yeah, wow, boom, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I have seen it. So it yeah. is it is really wonderful. Yeah. So you can choose to do that. Mm. And again, nothing is an obligation. Right. That's right. what indications and guidelines are. Yeah. You can choose as mm -hmm. a teacher to do um, different things. But these are just um, based on the artistic ability and artistic um, way of bringing a new concept or concepts instead of being all uh, abstract concepts is right. concepts come out of experience yeah. which are much more um, valuable for humans in general because mm. humans when we learn something by experience we will never forget right. Right. because it is how we felt mm -hmm. you know if right. you somebody tells you something you may remember you may not but if you actually experience it you will remember whether it's mm -hmm. good or bad, you yeah. know, because it's, it's um, tangled with your feelings, yeah, and right. that creates. So that I remember that I told you that at this age we try to do everything with feeling, yeah, yeah. because it, it lasts, and we are awakening all of this in high school when we have to really use the power of the thinking. The thinking yeah. So we have to, and then it, it will be even if we sleep there. If mm -hmm. a child has been in Walder for all the grade school, it will awaken, and they will go. Oh, or they even say, oh, we did this in whatever, yeah, whatever, yeah, you know, even yeah. if they thought that right. they forgot. And yeah. they go with more passion mm -hmm. in a way. Mm -hmm. So um, anyways, so the, the, this is just an example mm -hmm. of an, how geometry, you know, how is, geometry is, is sort of broad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and there are things like 
I'm, I'm sure you remember seeing how incredible this, the work with um, the compass. They oh, do yeah. Yeah. things with circles. And yeah. for example, they can do, you can do a circle and divide it in, in six parts or divide it in eight parts yeah. or in seven parts Beautiful and put stuff. a point, the, the, the needle in one of the points and create a circle mm -hmm. and then you create flowers. Yeah, right. And oh, Beautiful you can make it, you can go from six to seven mm -hmm. to eight to nine to mm -hmm. 10 to 12, whatever, you know, it yeah. should be. Yeah. And they just, some kids just love it. Yeah. All kids love it, but some just take it. That's just mm -hmm. in them. As I said, it awakens something in yeah. them. And of course, we always do it artistically. So you can actually use these to uh, do different colors, different things where you bring um, um, the beauty and you can bring some um, almost like in depth. Mm -hmm. three-dimensional feeling to it because of the way you use um how you shot you know you use um shading with the colors mm -hmm. you know it becomes really and you can see some children just become wow with this they just yeah. take it yeah. to the next yeah. level yeah. Yeah. uh we know that our children did sure. you know um but i have seen it many times in many classrooms mm -hmm. um but the children um just love it mm -hmm. and you know, no, this we don't do just with circles. We do it with triangles, with squares. Sure. You know, and the triangles, we do also the angles, all of this stuff. But it is not done, um, it is not done with the focus of the theorems and this and that and all the calculations and yeah. all the numbers and all the formulas yeah. because that's dry. Yeah, right, right. We right. are still in the pictorial, yeah. artistic mm -hmm. way. So we bring it with the, I would say the aim to um, bring, expose the children to beauty and the clarity and precision of geometry. Yeah, sure. And then later on, this, this connects with high school, right. you know, when you do um, trigonometry and, you know, mm -hmm. uh, perspective mm -hmm. geometry and things like that, that um, will also be, they get exposed to this year. Yeah. Not perspective geometry, but perspective drawing. So another thing that happens is that I'll, I'll come to drawing now because mm. it's connected to geometry because in geometry you are like drawing. Right. Uh, you're drawing ge geometrical forms. So in drawing you, um, and again, this is sometimes the teacher decides to have one of the uh, times of the division of the day mm -hmm. to have just um, an artistic block, no uh -huh. block, but an, an artistic um, subject for uh -huh. the day okay. once a week or two times a mm -hmm. week they can do that too where they explore more in more in depth these topics mm -hmm. that i'm going to talk right now however you can also do you can do that and use these through the main lesson mm -hmm. work okay yeah and the children start seeing that they can do this because they are starting to use you know learn all of these new techniques and now it's more focus starts to get focused on techniques like the art of the technique mm -hmm. in the art sometimes mm -hmm. uh, for example they learn the perspective drawing when they you mm -hmm. can see the home mm -hmm. a house and you can see the streets and how that's done the point and you don't have to become like i said you're not teaching perspective geometry so you have to be careful that you don't go too mm -hmm. in the head with that too uh -huh. but you can teach them just by showing them how to do it they, they get it really fast and they love it because mm -hmm. they can see an object far away uh -huh. and then how the things that are far away are smaller the ones that are closer are, are you know bigger uh -huh. and then oh they love it 
Yeah. And they yeah. start, you can start doing that with many yeah. things. Yeah. Um, so that um, is a, and then we do, you know, pencil. Those drawings are first done with pencil and then la later with charcoal. Mm. And that's the introduction. This is the first time that the children start work artistically black and white, meaning mm. that contrast. Before they have done everything in color, mm. with color pencil before, you know, we always do watercolor. Mm. We haven't talked a lot, a lot about watercolor, but that goes through all the ages. Um, paint is mm. part of, you know, sometimes they do it also as a separate um, class mm -hmm. where they do uh, painting and yeah. they have um, that you know, specific class once a week or twice a week is just for watercolor painting mm -hmm. and they we do wet and wet. Yeah. But other teachers do it within the main lesson and they, they have different ways you can mm -hmm. do it. It depends yeah. on um, how you want to do it. Mm. So um, anyway, so this is the first time that they're exposed to these contrast opposites. Yeah. You see, yeah. cause and yeah. effect, yeah. they're opposite. Yeah. You know, black and white. So everything mm. is in opposites now. Mm -hmm. And then, so for example, when, and like I said, you can do it in a, in a, a little, uh, your, your subject of drawing or painting uh, for the week. And also you can do it through the lessons. For example, if you are starting mineralogy, which we're gonna get into soon, a mineral kingdom, um, when you are doing starting the rocks, you can do, um, drawings of the rock and you can do light and shadow mm -hmm. and you can start learning how to do the light and the shadow within the object and within the reflection of the light hitting and where do you are and sometimes what we do is we go outside we look at the light how we get and how move and every child is in a different perspective meaning mm -hmm. we're not all sitting looking at the thing from right. one side right. we put everybody around right. in different sides so when we finish the drawing Everybody has a different perspective. Right. What is that teaching you? Yeah, of course. So these are all yep. subtle uh, lessons yeah. that don't have to be explained. These right. are perspective, mm -hmm. not just in perspectives on drawing, but perspective of thinking, doing. There are different perspectives. So this awakens the children to see, oh, wow, look at yours. And, Whoa, that's nothing right. like mine. Right. And n nobody's criticizing. Right. Everybody just sort of thing, sees them. It's the same thing, different perspective. Yeah. Depending where you're lessons, sitting. A lot of lessons today in that. <laughs> depending on where you're sitting, it gives you a sure. point of view. Yep. And if you change your point your 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 seating position, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. And you draw it again. And sometimes there are children who we don't do it just once. We do this all the time with different mm -hmm. things. So you can see how always it it what you have is it changes. So it's it's helping you inside mm -hmm. metamorphosing this invisible organ you can call it. And so, so at this point though, the, 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 if I, if I understand you correctly, there, mm -hmm. the introduction of black and white charcoal pencil shadowing is, is fairly new. Whereas before yeah. all, everything was done with some form of color. Yeah. 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 This, this so is that the first must tell us something about the, the nature of the human being at this yeah. point where it's entering into sort of this uh, opposite opposites, black, white, Good, yeah, bad polar things like pol that. polarities, yeah, things yeah. you know, and how that shading becomes the infinite um, sort of the, the the between the the two polarities. There's an infinite gradation exactly. of shades. 
Like sometimes occur. the teacher will say to you, okay, so I need to see uh, 10 different uh, grays of gray. What? Right. <laughs> the right, kids are right, like, right, what? Right. But then you learn right. that there is actually- it becomes visceral, the, the, the notion that there are polarities and it's not just black or white. It's, it's polarities with an infinite number of gradations mm -hmm. in the yeah. middle, yeah. which is and a that, very important lesson to get viscerally, not just from a concept. Yeah, and also you can see that um, how you, it starts giving you an awakening to, oh, my mm. drawing looks different. Yeah, sure. Because you sure. start seeing something yeah. that wasn't present there yeah. because it doesn't look flat anymore. I it still getting, feel that I can still remember the experiences in all kinds of art classes I had where you're, you, you know, here's the assignment, you put your head down and you start to do your thing and then you lift your head up when you're done and you see the amazing things that have been produced around you by another human being. They're completely different. Complete. I mean, un, you know, even with just black and white, completely different than you. And, and sometimes uh, with the same- impactful. It, it, with the same uh, subject style. Same subject. Same medium, exactly. everything, same amount of time, and it how blows your, it blows your mind. the it blows difference your mind. is, and yeah. it sounds very obvious, right? That obviously but, but, but you would you do something different, it, but yeah. to experience that is is really it's profound. quite beautiful. And yeah. the children are blown away yeah. when they see this, yeah. because yeah. it is, you can, you, you can talk all along about this, but if you experience it and you see it, it's like, mm -hmm. almost like imprinted in you. Yeah, yeah. Because we're talking about this, I think it's a good jump to go to um, mineralogy. This is one, the mineral kingdom. This is mm -hmm. another topic that is uh, bring uh, is brought up at this age. At this, uh, we have not studied this before. Remember, we have studied, the, and then we are we awake the children to this. You know that the mineral kingdom. Right. We're standing on the mineral kingdom. Right. We, we did have animals, studied. We did botany. We, yeah, we have and now we're going down one yeah. more kingdom. So we have studied always animals, as I remember mm -hmm. telling you, mm -hmm. animals and plants in relationship to humans. Mm -hmm. So we have studied the human kingdom, the, meaning we haven't stu studied humans, right. but we have studied human in relation to animals. Mm -hmm. Remember when we mm -hmm. did that in fourth grade, that it, it was a relation and comparison and we studied the man with the head and the arms and how different we are. Not to say we're better or they're sure. better, but to say, whoa, how we, we share so many and we're mm -hmm, very mm -hmm. differing at the same right. time. We're characterizing, we're not exactly. defining. We're not defining, right. we're characterizing. So we have started man, I mean humans, and um, uh, animals and plants. And now we arrive to the mineral kingdom. So we always um, start with, um, you know, this is where we stand. Yep. The mineral kingdom yep. is the earth is, you know, mm -hmm. our woof, so much that is there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and people can do it however way they want to do it. But usually is, uh, meaning the teachers or the parents who are doing this um, can do it uh, in many different ways. But one beautiful image is you can start with a limestone and the granite, for example, because mm -hmm. they're opposite. Mm -hmm. You know, again, you have to find something that is opposite. So the limestone is with softest. I mean, we use it for biodynamic all the time, and we mm -hmm. can go on about what mm -hmm. the beauty of that mm -hmm. mineral is and what it does to, mm -hmm. to, to the compost. 
but um, limestone, and, and actually they do do it this in this year because this is a year that they also do um, more uh, formal gardening, meaning they study the plant, mm-hmm. they go and they plant, and they do it from beginning mm-hmm. to end, and they do mm-hmm. the create the compost and they put the limestone and all of that. So they, they this happens during this year. Uh, they had done a little bit of gardening in third grade, remember? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But not this way. This way mm-hmm. they have a gardening uh, a study of the week that they go with a person, either mm-hmm. the teacher if he's doing that, he or she's doing that, or a, a garden person that is um, a, a gardener who is mm-hmm. in charge of this. Um, so anyway, so you can start with that, limestone and granite, the mm-hmm. difference between, the again, characteristics. This is not defining, it's characteristics of these two different uh, rocks. And then, and, you know, you don't, and how opposite they are in their characterization. Then we go from there to where this is located. Where are the limestone? Where is the limestones in the world? Where is uh, granite in, in, you know, in the world? Mm-hmm. And then, um, so that connects us with the geography that we started looking into mm-hmm. fifth grade, mm-hmm. remember? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so everything is always connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, we pick it up from the, the year before. And, and then we can bring it back to our country or our region, whatever mm. you're located. What, what's, what's, what rock is in, under us? What, what is the typical mm-hmm. rock or mineral that is pre- prevalent, in this case, in Seattle or Washington State or the Pacific Northwest, in compared to other places in, mm-hmm. the, in this country? But you can do that in any country mm-hmm. because we all have rocks, right, <laughs> you know? Right. You can also... Um, make awareness to the to the children that there is the change of mountains that cross from south from north to south you know like the mountains the the the, the, the mountain range mm-hmm. goes hor- um, vertical right. from north right. to south right. but if you go to asia and you mm-hmm. know and europe they go what east to west east to west mm. so how in a way it's like a cross you mm-hmm. know how how this happens mm-hmm. and you don't have to Ooh, you're going to, you're not being a ge- um, study geology right mm-hmm. now. I mean, we are because mineralogy and geology are connected, mm-hmm. but they are, you're not, we're not becoming, it's not a degree in geology. So right. you don't have, you have to be right. always careful. You don't right. have to go too deep. Right. You can just keep it into yeah. the image and pictorial way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then of course we can then bring it to the surface, you know, um, things that grow. In, in 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 the land, um, things that grow in sand, clay, mountains. I mean, we have things growing all of, all of that. So you can bring up connected to the plant world in the sense of like, uh, for example, the cacti that grows in sand. You know, you can just, mm-hmm. and you may have talked about cacti when you were doing botany, mm-hmm. but then you can just refer it. They already right. know about cacti right. if you talked about that. You can also talk about uh, mushrooms when you were doing botany in fifth grade and you can bring that up when you study uh, the, the earth the mm-hmm. soil mm-hmm. like where does it grow, grow in mm-hmm. you know humid dark places like mushrooms you know and there is tons of stuff that nowadays is available for that because uh the fungi or the mushroom is an incredible species mm-hmm. that is uh, used for health mm-hmm. many health things mm-hmm. and not just for food um, so anyway, so there is tons of, you can see, yeah. uh, richness in mm-hmm. every single, I'm just bringing little snippets yeah. of things, yeah. you know, yeah. we cannot go on and on, but, um, there's a lot of stuff that we can be done with, 
um, granite and, and limestone mm. too, and then you bring it to the mountains or the rock. Mm -hmm. You know, so you know, see, you see how it's evolving mm -hmm. to the rock, and then you can sort of bring it into the volcanoes, and then we study now the inside. You know, the the mantles mm. of of the earth, right, with the warmth, right, the right. light, the air, and then we go into the rock, which is the the mountains, how this forms, and then volcanoes, mm. like all of this fire in the inner core, how it goes propose and it creates a volcanoes and it blows up oh mm -hmm. they love it you yeah, know all yeah, of that yeah, stuff yeah, sure. and, yeah. and how they mm -hmm. draw it and, and yeah. we draw everything yeah. you know so again another example of how much how rich you can do this yeah so now i'd like to just bring us to history i don't know we, i know we don't have a lot of time so i want to i try to <laughs> summarize the mm. rest but history is another important um topic because now here we introduce the children to Roman, uh -huh. Roman history and the Middle Ages. So we have arrived, we have evolved, as you can see, mm -hmm. where we go, and now we bring them to Rome, to the Roman histories. And the focus is on the cultural changes. So mm -hmm. again, we're not having a master degree in right. history, right. you know, right. we have to keep remembering that and we're not starting things from a high school perspective. Right. All of these things that we study now, we will study them in high school and we that's when we really go in depth about different things yep. that are important for them to know mm -hmm. about everything yep. that has happened, good and bad. Um, now here is just more a little awakening through mm -hmm. history and I mean through images with stories and um, poet, poems and literature and whatever. Um, Oh, before we continue with history, I wanted to read a little, um, an example of a little poem mm -hmm. that we could use, because, you know, I did some of that examples in last times, mm -hmm. but I wanted to just, I brought um, two examples of things you can use for minor mineralogy, mineralogy, because you yeah. can say, okay. oh my yeah. God, that's super Rocks. dry, what am I yeah. doing, <laughs> you know? What yeah. do I do with that, you know, poet, poetry, how do I do yeah. that? So there's a lot of beautiful things. So mm -hmm. for example, this is called... An emerald is as green as grass. And it's a poem by Christina Rossetti. An emerald is as green as grass, a ruby red as blood, a sapphire shines as blue as heaven, a flint lies in the mud. A diamond is a, bra a brilliant stone to catch the world's desire. An opal holds a fiery spark, but a flint holds fire. Mm -hmm for example. Nice, yeah. And of course, we didn't talk about crystals and uh, precious stones. Right. Those are the ones that will be to the end mm -hmm. of the study of the minerals. Okay. Because yeah. that's the example of yeah. where what happens to them. Mm -hmm. And then, for example, we have another one, which is a goal. Goal, 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 goal. Brian, yellow, hard and coal. Molten, graven, hammer and roll. Heavy to get and light to hold. Quarter, butter, bought and sold, stolen, borrowed, squandered, dull, spurned by the john, but hugged by the old, to the very verge of the churchyard mole. Price of many, a crime untold. Gold, 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 gold. Mm. So that has a different feeling to yeah, it, right. you know, this poem. Right. So anyways, you, you need to contrast the poetry mm -hmm. like that, because yeah. it is the contrast of human nature sure. in a way. So anyway, so going back so, to yeah, history, Rome, Rome mm. um, you know, we look also at, like I said, go, uh, go Rome and the Middle Ages. It's not just Rome, but Rome mm -hmm. is the mm -hmm. umbrella. Uh, we look at the changes in Europe through their contact with Islam and their focuses in, casual, in 
Causality. Causality. So like I go into Spanish, casuality, mm-hmm. <laughs> casuality. Um, we look at the technological advances that happen at this age. For example, the water wheel. We have like different um, techniques in building what happens uh, in, in different uh, European cities with the development of the sewage and, you know, different. I mean, of course, it wasn't called that way, but then it started existing new building developments. And you can see when you see the buildings that were built at that time, it just blows you away because you're like, what? People mm. can do that? People could do that. Now. And some children may be aware of these just because they may have been an interest on that. But in general, children don't know all of that stuff from buildings mm-hmm. around the world. So it's, it's very nice yeah, to true. bring pictures yeah. and things and then little stories about that. Um, and then also the developments in ship building and navigation. That's also important at this time, you know, so yeah. then they, they learn about all of this stuff. So of course in history, we start with the Romans because we pick it up from where we left in the Greeks. And as we know, after the Greeks came the Romans in the development and the evolution of um, humans in a way, mm-hmm. you know, what, 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 how in history happened. Rome has so many wonderful stories too, and many legends. And um, we start with, we can start with Rome, how Rome was built, and we can start with a legend or the story of Romulus and Remus, for example. And you, I'm sure, mm. know you live in Italy, yeah, so yeah. it was, mm-hmm. um, that's huge. And, but when you start this, at this age, when you start telling these stories, some of the children, or in, if they don't, you can connect it to it. Um, for example, there are so many stories in different cultures that connect to these um, almost like a struggle between bl- brothers, mm. between siblings, like in the case of Romulus mm. and Remus, mm-hmm. you know, find at the end. I mean, it's a long story. Yeah. I don't have time to sure. tell it, but sure. um, you can. You, I would recommend to the lis- to the listening person. Um, to look it up if you have never uh, read about it. It's in a fascinating uh, story. And the mother of the two boys said that the, the father of the children were, is the god Mars. Mm-hmm. And you can see that the energy of uh, Rome is Mars. Mm-hmm. It's just very Mars. Um, structure, warlike in a way, and many, many, not just, no... Um, many positive things too, but it's very strong, very iron. The iron, which is a me- another metal that mm-hmm. we also study in miner- mineralogy because right, we study right. also metals. Um, so that's the, the mood of this culture. And, you know, of course, we know if you have read um, stories from and legends from Rome that it is violent. Mm-hmm. So we try not to... Um, make it too gory, you know, when we tell mm-hmm. the stories. Uh, yeah. We don't want to also shelter them because we want right. them to see the truth, right. but we don't want to play into this violence because, you know, sure. there is almost like a woo, yeah. you know, with the children at this age. You don't want to play into that, but you do want to share mm-hmm. what happened. As a, in a, again, casualty, um, causality mm-hmm. effect like cause and effect yeah. always if yeah. you really keep thinking on yourself okay mm-hmm. i gotta present cause and effect cause mm-hmm. your story will show these without right. you telling right. them right. the right. things right. you know what yeah. happened so um and then you can see uh, some children may see the connection with Cain Ka- and Abel mm-hmm. uh, which is from old testament in third grade they heard this story 
And if they didn't, you can connect it to it if they don't make connection. And for example, there are many stories also around the world that have these um, opposite, this this um, a struggle between siblings, between mm-hmm. especially brothers. Uh, I, I have one, there is one in where I come from, Ecuador, which is um, a, about the Inca Empire mm-hmm. between the two siblings, the main siblings, Atahualpa and Huayna Capac. So it is very similar too. Mm-hmm. So they are all mm-hmm. around the world similar because these are archetypes yeah. that yeah, have sure. been in a way um, in, in that are, the are exist in many cultures. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to just say, oh, the only important one is, you yeah, know, of course. I, I want to bring in, yeah. it, you can also do this, but at this age, these children are the, the, the soul development of the child mm. is gravitates toward this mm. um, um, feeling of order, mm. lawness, you know, and right. um, in a way they, they need to see these yeah. opposite yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, so that's, um, and you know, and sometimes I've been sort of asked, well, you know, but really, do we really need to do stories like that? And I said, well, you know, remember that stories are homeopathy. That's how I see it, storytelling. Storytelling is, um, is healing mm-hmm. in, in any dif- many different ways. So you have to observe your class and see what story will be most appropriate if you're doing Rome, you know, yeah. and uh, you can go and choose. Uh, there are wonderful books created through stories um, from wonderful teachers um, so that you can use as base to mm-hmm. your stories because you're like, oh my God, what am I going to have to yeah. have a degree in yeah, history right. of Rome <laughs> to be able to do this? But there are books that are available that you can um, study and and learn the stories and tell them because we're still doing oral tradition where we're not reading, we're telling the stories. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, you can observe the class and decide, okay, this story is appropriate for my class. And because of these children or because the class needs it, and that's what I mean when I say it's homeopathy, it's healing. Mm. And sometimes you can bring a story for a, a specific group of kids or one child, and it will benefit everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it won't yeah, hurt the right, class sure, if the, cha- sure. the, the story is, but you can bring something, and it's never pedantic, Right. In a pedantic way that sure. everybody will know that it's for that child. Yeah, right. You know, it's right. never that way. Right. You know, it is right. done in a way that is almost in the in the imagination, but it will mm-hmm. work homeopathically yeah. and, and you know, yeah. healing yeah. in a healing sure. way. So I brought an example of Brutus and mm-hmm. I got this example from um a, this wonderful book by um um uh, Torin Fincer, who's amazing. He was has been one of my teachers. Uh, I love his stories and his books. So this is from one of his books. And as you, as we have decided, we will put in the website mm-hmm. uh, sources so sure. people can yep. look into whatever yep. they like from uh, books and things that we have uh, I have used or shared with. So this is um, a. I'm not going to tell the whole story because it's long. But this is Brutus. You know, one of the. Um, uh, person, per, uh, personalities in Rome. And this is, um, they are in uh, the court, let's mm. say. So Brutus says, remember our words, impersonal, unprejudiced, equitable law, 
if the law is to be just, then the ego and the wren must be equal under it. The law must not fail its first test. Hear me, it is the will of Rome that these men, guilty by confession, he pauses. Tarquinius will have given you nothing. These men, my sons, shall be publicly whipped, beheaded. Take them away. Mm. So this is a, a judging his, mm -hmm. his, his children in a yeah. way. Uh, so the first son says, we are the sons of the first consul, second son. You will not there harm us, first son. Father. And they exit. This is a play. Yeah. Um, Brutus alone says, so this is how you reveal yourself. Oh, law, you are harsher than any god. You demand more than any divinity has ever received upon an altar. What pain you cause me. Now, alas, I see through my tears, through my suffering, that the law can only endure if, these, if there are people who will sacrifice of themselves out of their own free will. Mm. So this, is a, a, um, this was part of a play. Yeah. Um, because another thing that we haven't talked a lot about is that every single year in yeah, Waldorf we do uh, theater, we do yeah. drama, we present a play as the class play. Mm -hmm. So each class will do, the teacher will either create or use some of the plays that other teachers have created beautifully for Waldorf mm -hmm. um, on the specific umbrella stories that we're doing for this year. Mm -hmm. So in this year is Rome. So this is a play that... Um, was used for um, a sixth grade that Tony mm -hmm. was sharing in this book. And I just read a little excerpt, yeah. but you could feel the, and yeah. this is done by children. Um, you can feel the powerful yeah. of that. And then yeah. you can just, I chose that yeah. little thing because we don't have a lot of time. So that will give you the essence yeah. of just um, how- The severity and the justice, but the compassion at the exact, same time. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. also that this is, um, this was used to build upon uh, the Western world in a way. This mm -hmm. is one of the cultures, yeah. one of the law. um, laws, it, things mm -hmm. that continue. The military was built from the Roms, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, things that have uh, served humanity. And at some point, we're not, we're not, we don't live in ancient Rome right. anymore. So right. we need to uh, look at that and right. evolve it as always. And like Stein, we can talk about this in another podcast where um, Steiner talks about the social order, right. you know, the importance of the, the threefold, the social order of culture, economics, and law, and how these relate to each other, yeah. and they need to be remain separate, right. and that is not what exists in societies nowadays. Right. Right. So um, anyway, so that's Rome, mm. which is rich and mm -hmm. incredible as many other cultures. Mm. And just to finish, because we are out of time, mm. uh, I don't want to leave math out mm. so we do for math math becomes really uh practical in this in this mm -hmm. um uh, at this year of you know sixth grade and also it's important to to point out that math um according to you know steiner steiner waldorf pedagogy is a trainer of the sense of truth mm. and then you will say really why because we're exposed to a realm almost magical impossibilities. Mm. 
even if you like math or not. I mean, if you love math, you you can totally see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But if you are not a lover of math because you have difficulty in in school or, sim- or simply because you love other things, you can really see what I'm saying about it's just so you can have many different possibilities to arrive to one answer, but there is always one answer. Mm-hmm. There is no different answers. Mm-hmm. You can have different answers in history and in whatever, mm-hmm. in, 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 in literature, in English, when you study, but no in math. Right. You can have multiple ways of arriving to a conclusion, mm-hmm. but the answer is one. Right. So that, in a way, is um, touches the... Um, mystery of the universe yeah. you know which we will we will touch later on yeah. and we will study when we talk about seventh grade mm-hmm. when there is they study astronomy they do pre-astronomy in uh, some teachers do it in sixth grade where you can sort of start the stars you can mm-hmm. observe them and you can see right. and you know like we used to do it with the kids outside we go and lie yeah. down in yeah. the night and see Watch the stars the and talk. exactly and, from the islands here. and yeah. it, nice. it was just beautiful yeah. and so you can do that um and then in seventh grade boom you awaken the mm. uh, astronomy with nice. the study of the um sky mm. you know because nice. we have studied the earth in a way a little bit with the mineralogy and the mm. plant kingdom and all of that yeah, now yeah, it's time yeah. for us to look up look up you know beautiful yeah. so and then that connects also you know in in, in the math um the business you know we do like business math mm-hmm. and then they mm-hmm. sometimes kids do projects um with you know some kids have uh, create objects and they sell it mm-hmm. and they or they could do baking and they sell it are they, uh, out, you know, and then they um, save the money to a field trip at the end of the class or to some uh, thing that they want to do as a class, whether it is a project for donations or something. So they decide that as a group, again, that's a social fabric. They work individually in creating a, a things that they're going to sell to make the money. And then they have to tally. <laughs> they have to, and then the, uh, this year they learn about interest, mm. the concept of interest, mm. and they have to learn this, and they all apply this through practical ways. Mm. And mm-hmm. the English is focused on, because you would say, well, what about English? We continue working in letter writing, mm. composition, mm. and we can apply it to um, the business in a way. How yeah. do you learn, yeah. how do you r- write um, thank you notes that are a little more uh, formal, and things that you require if you are requesting yeah. a, 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 let's say, to go to visit the zoo mm-hmm. and you want to write a letter to the zoo because mm-hmm. we're going as a group, they all can get into that. Right, right, right. And also you can um, have them, the, the, because of we're t- starting the cause and effect, you can also include um, the introduction of conditions mm-hmm. in the writing. Oh, they love that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I will be doing this in exchange if you do that mm. in writing yeah, you yeah. know that that sort of that that it is used a lot in um contracts and things yeah, like that sure. but we don't have to go into that but this is an right. introduction right, again right, right. so mm. again it's rich yeah. a lot i remember we did um we did uh, those business projects together we made um uh a bunch of a lot of candles, yeah. beeswax candles, and they sold them. And and the it was kids came. There was a bunch of kids who came right. and worked with you, and right. they did all the math right. and everything. And so we went through the math. They were very very excited about it when they saw how much they could make per candle. 
and some of them got really lit up and just wanted to do another day and more sales. And then, of course, we said, great, that's one part of the equation. Now we have to talk about how much it costs. And reality sunk in and they were like, oh, I guess it's not, you know, <laughs> <As I thought. laughs> $5 profit per candle. It's more like, yeah. you know, two. Okay. So, so it was very good yeah. to see how. But do um, you see what that's teaching in a yeah, different way? Yeah. I mean, it's very practical, yeah. but it's teaching different yeah. ways that of perceptions and things, and you have to take into accountability right. so many things. Right. Um, so, and that was for you beautiful to witness because right. you did this work. Of with course, them. the school ended up showing its communist side by taking the money <laughs> and not not and using it for their own charity. But we're still working on that. Well, that'll be safely <laughs> well, the resolved. Kids, the kids weren't happy about that. They but, were not happy about that. Yeah. Which is, you know, it, I, I I don't mean to take a pot shot, but um, it's it's important that, that teachers realize the children know what's going on. And I, I'm exaggerating, but the point was that the kids were under the impression that the money would be used for something that they all decided would be, um, they would agree on it. And well, it, of course, with a teacher, but know that they were well, going to be overruled. Well, of course, the teacher yeah. has to guide. Um, and, you know, it just, just didn't work out that way. They're, they're, the money was taken and used for something else, and, and, it, and it left a, a sour taste in, um, in the whole class. Yeah. In the whole class. Um, did it go to a good cause? Well, according to certain people, it went to a great cause, the best cause. But that wasn't what it was about. And so well, I think it was especially because... Um, the children, this is something that is done with the children. And the, the, the children, of course, the children may choose something very silly. Right. So you can guide right. them on exactly. them and you can have different options. Right. But when they get overrun and uh, nothing is kind of, you know, it's, it's nothing to do with what their original plan was, right. it, it deflates the right. child. Right. So that's not right. positive or healthy right. in any situation, whether which, right. whichever age right. the person is. Right. Um, and then... Just to conclude, the reading is focused on um, all the reading that we do, whether it is because we assign reading or the children read in the class or whatever, is connected to the history studies. Mm. Yeah, great. So just a little snip, a little, you know, yeah. into what's going on there. Um, but I hope that it helps yeah. and it gives a, gu a yeah. guidance to what, 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 what one can do uh, in the, at this age. Yeah. That is... Full, everything is always is full of possibilities. So yeah, many, yeah. every age is full of possibilities. Yeah, yeah. These are just little examples of things that they can, people can use. Mm. Okay. More, it's more inspiration than anything. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. And next time we'll we'll delve into seventh grade. Yes, Fun. seventh grade. Wow. Yeah. We're growing We're every day. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Anthroposophy Today. Check the episode description for a link to the blog post for this episode where you'll find additional content. If you have any questions or feedback, send us an email at anthroposophytodaypodcast at gmail.com or visit our website at www.anthroposophytoday.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. And we'll see you next week.